Howdy friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host, R.P. Smith. Our trip to the high school rodeo taking place in conjunction with the Nebraska State Fair didn't go like we'd hoped. Caleb's fall season ended with a dislocated shoulder. Thanks to the Great Plains Sports Medicine team and our hometown physical therapist Richard Still for getting it put back in where it was supposed to be. Caleb is still a little too sore to climb on another bronc real soon, but he is perfecting his one-arm shotgunning technique. After all, it is dove season and the show must go on. On a positive note, I would like to congratulate my son Zane and son-in-law Patrick for going into the Nebraska State Association Finals at the top of their events, saddle broncs and tie-down roping. I wanted to do my part in helping Patrick prepare for the state finals that will be held in Valentine this weekend by selling him some fresh roping calves. I wasn't having much success sorting or even finding the calves I was looking for, but had managed to go through my list of late calvers, bad attitudes, and bad udders to see which ones would be the best candidates for a rather rough early weaning program. By the time Patrick got to the pasture, it was getting pretty late. We found two pair and a calf that I could not find the cow for. We managed to keep the single with the pairs by Patrick roping it and getting off and putting one front leg through the loop along with the calf's neck. By doing this, he could drive the calf while keeping some control and not choke it down. As we were heading up the driveway, the moon was coming up, and I remembered that I'd wanted to get a bull with an injured undercarriage. Patrick offered to go back and help me get him, but I thought we'd better make sure we got to the corrals with what we had sorted. As we were bringing them in, Patrick made the comment that there's nothing better than being a cowboy. I did not argue with him and did feel a tinge of guilt for the pity party I've been having for myself as of late. We got the cattle to the pens and now we're strictly working with moonlight. He offered again to help get the bull. He had read in one of his western novels that he's a fan of, the bulls handle pretty well in the moonlight. The temperature was dropping fairly quickly, but since I was at the house, I went in and grabbed a coat. I admit it. I am a wimp when it comes to being cold. And I also strapped the headlight to my hat, and we headed out for the bull. This is just a two-year-old bull, so he was about the same size as the cows. I was not sure how well it was going to go to find him in the moonlight. It was bright enough to cast a shadow, but not quite bright enough to read ear tags or identify gender on the lower side of a bovine. Patrick had just started using his phone for a light source when I told him the tag number we were looking for, and he had it spotted almost instantly. Not a small accomplishment considering the hundreds of candidates we were sorting through. I don't know if bulls handle any better in the moonlight, but I've sure seen them handle worse. Patrick said he should have been headed home a little sooner. He was still wanting to flank some calves, but it was pretty cool working in the moonlight. I appreciated his help and the attitude adjustment. Later this week, I received a call that a friend of mine had passed away, and his relatives were wondering if I could come up with a poem I'd written about him. I was glad I could find it, mostly because it was such a great reminder of how much a person can do if they have the right frame of mind. Thanks for the inspiration, Ernie. I had a six-mule hitch back when I could see. If the Lord should choose to give my sight back to me, the first thing I would do is go looking for six more. 
big, strong, sorrel beauties like the ones I had before. Oh, they'd come in real handy. I might use them to feed. But I get by without them, giving these stock cows what they need. The neighbors that help me with my farming might not care to use a team. So I'll keep my tractor running. But those mules are still a dream. Some folks would call me stubborn, that I act just like a mule. Well, seeing would be handy, but it's not the only tool. The Lord has given me to work with, so I compensate. When facing a new challenge, I take time to contemplate. I don't have to wait for sunup to go and start my day. It tells me if it's waking with the warmth of its first ray. And the coolness of its setting tells me its course is run. My walking stick helps find the path when the outside work is done. Why would a fella want to ranch when he has lost his sight? I have folks that I can trust to make sure my cows are white. Ranching is all I've ever known. A better life I would not find. Friend, if you cannot see that, why would you call me blind? He likes his stock on the fleshy side. You can tell it's all well tended. Each barbed wire is spaced even. Broken fences are soon mended. If you had stopped by for a visit of mules, he might reminisce. But Ernie saw things every day that most of us still miss. Thanks for riding along on Homegrown this morning. Hoping that the Lord blesses you real good today, that he is raining on your place, and that our happy trails cross again soon. I'm R.P. Smith. <laughs>